Usain Bolt has nothing on being the fastest man in the world than me running away from somebody that feels the need when I don't know them to send me a text that just says good morning. Like, <laughs> I will Usain Bolt away from that relationship. What about good night? What about good night? No, I don't need. I don't need you to greet me at any time of I, the day. I think it is, that is so. I mean, if I look, listen. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome back to the It's Not You, It's Dating podcast. It's Michaela and Patrick bringing you another episode. We are in episode eight. Can you believe it? Episode eight. That's, I mean, we're almost a decade old. Something <laughs> yeah, like that. We're just, we're just getting, getting older by the minute. We need wrinkle cream. Um, so we're going to get right into it today and introduce our amazing guest. He is my favorite person ever. I don't know where my life was without him before. He is a dear friend of both myself and Patrick's. He is. He is he if is. I do say so myself, he is very smart. He's witty. He's always coming through with a dry sense of humor that makes literally everyone laugh. He's the life of the friends giving. He, <laughs> he is. We're so happy to have you. The one and only John Bauer, as everyone knows him as, JB. What up? Welcome. Hey guys. Oh my gosh. Wow. What an intro. I need to be on this every week just for like mental health purposes. <laughs> Why do you think I do? Nobody I gasses you up like your friends do. I know, Patrick. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I get it now. <laughs> I get why you guys do this just so that Michaela can introduce you. Yeah, I don't get that robust of an introduction, but somewhere one day I feel like she will give me that intro. Or I just go listen to the, the intro episode all the time. Exactly, exactly. So JB, we are so happy to have you. It's been a long time coming. I feel like I've been telling you for quite some time, we have to have you on. We just have to kind of like narrow it down. What do I want John Bauer to answer on all of my dating questions? Meanwhile, I'll ask JB what's going on in his dating life. And he tells me. Nothing. There's nothing to tell. <laughs> literally every so now everybody time. listening is like why the hell is he on this podcast? yeah why jb then no i mean th that's that kind of goes with the that's pretty standard in active dating people's lives like what are you what are you doing who are you talking to nobody nothing same with me that's true so. that's true i mean you've you've had some la relationships out here so it's not to say that you haven't yeah. you know i always say that like oh nothing's going on but that is just you know, everybody, it always comes up around the holidays too, right? Like we're going to Thanksgiving and everybody's ready for people to ask them about their dating life and they're ready to be like, nothing's going on. <laughs> but like the, the truth is that like, there's always something going on. Like not to toot my own horn, but like my phone's always blowing up with like, you got a new match and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's just that there's nothing of note. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say John's really good. He he is like myself that when we go to these Friendsgivings, we kind of deflect from our own lives by listening to all the drama and all the problems <laughs> of, the, of the other people. We kind of like, okay, we don't need to talk about me. Let me talk about your train wreck. Sorry, sorry. Who's, who's train wreck? You're referring to JB's train wreck? No, 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 not JB's. I'm saying that when we're, when we're, we never have train wrecks. It's never our fault. Never, never. There's nothing going on in your life, Patrick. That's a train wreck. Nothing at all. No drama. Smooth. Literally so smooth. No, it is true. JB, you are, you are there for sound advice. You're not, you're not giving us the drama. Yeah. There's, there's not a lot going on currently. I'm only on Tinder and I feel like that is somewhat 
somewhat controversial. Like, I feel like people are like, oh, Tinder is the worst one. But I don't know. I feel like in the gay community, Tinder is like in the middle of the road. Because there's like the worst one is probably like Grindr, I guess. I don't know. I don't use Grindr. Um, I did once upon a time. And then I got too many like butthole pics. Just like no opening (laughs) line. Just a butthole pic. And I'm like, oh, like that's really arguably the least attractive part of the human body is the butthole. So oh my a lot God, of people I'm... start with that. So I was like, I don't know if this is my. <laughs> what are the top three in the gay community? Because like in the straight community, from my perspective, it's like Hinge is number one. You get quality people. Then Bumble is yes, a little bit of the middle of the road. And then Tinder's like the bottom of the barrel. So it sounds like it's flipped in the gay community. I mean, no, I don't, I don't know if it's flipped. And I also want to just give a disclaimer that I do not speak for the entire game. <laughs> yes, okay, that is true, that is true. I don't I speak there speak for, for the entire fringe section. Yes. Um, I feel like a lot of people use Grindr. I just am like in the anti-butthole league. Anti-butthole. So I don't want to, anti-butthole league. I mean, I'm pro-butthole. This is going a direction <laughs> I didn't mean for it to go. Do, I am is, pro-butthole. I'm just not pro-butthole photo. Do you like, get, is it like s- like sitting on your back spread eagle with the camera? I like, don't know because they're zoomed in far enough that you can't tell the angle. Like, how do you do that? Or is it like, is it like the thotties <laughs> with the arch back and the ass up? I mean, it has to. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never sent a butthole pic, so I just wanted to kind of paint the picture. My jaw has been open for like too long during the, okay, we need to reel it in. Um, butthole picture. This is not where I meant to take the, but it's important. This is a good segue though here to our, to our topic that we wanted to bring JB on for, to talk about today. Actually it is. So buttholes. Okay. Buttholes. No, just kidding. You're not talking about buttholes. Um, our topic is uh, rules of engagement. And in particular, we are talking about a few things with rules of engagement. Everyone always says like, oh my gosh, there's no rules in dating. There's no rules, blah, 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 about anything in life. But everybody knows that we all have little tiny rules that we put inside our brains and we talk about it with our friends and you know that you have them just so that we kind of feel like we're all teetering along the same lines of normalcy and not coming off as like some crazy person or super psycho, whatever. So I wanted to talk a little bit about dating apps first and kind of the rules of engagement along the lines of when we're on the apps and we're doing our opening lines, you know, our pickup lines, if you will. What do you guys feel is the best course for the openers? And what do you guys feel is the worst? I mean, to just to kind of close it full circle, I've never sent a pic like that right off the bat. That's pretty aggressive. I <laughs> Have would you think. ever sent any picture first? Oh, of course, please. Oh, first? No, I thought you meant in general. Opening line you did? Oh, not as an opening line. Sorry, sorry, like sorry. I, thought, I spoke <laughs> like, too soon. Hey, girl. What's up? I mean, my, my move is actually like, you know, on the apps, and I should let our guests go first, but I'm just I'm flowing with it right now. You know, on the apps when they have the little, they now have the little phone or the FaceTime icon. No, I don't know that. Oh, I I forgot. You've been off that. Yeah. So you, I just literally like call right away. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, let's see if this, let's see if this person picks up. So intrusive. Do they Um, they pick up? Oh yeah, they do. I'm like, you know what? Let's see if they pick up. If they pick up, then I'm good with my words. I'll talk. Is it a call or is it a FaceTime? It's about 50, 50 with me. Okay. I have a follow-up question. So. (laughs) 
just timing wise, I'm confused about timing. So you are what what app is this on? Uh hinge. I only use hinge. On hinge. Okay. So you're swiping on hinge. It says like, hey, you matched with Serena. <laughs> Serena. I don't know who Serena is. Serena. You matched with Serena. And so do you immediately go to your inbox or whatever, click on Serena's thing, say, hey Serena get the thing and then immediately call her it's like probably you don't even say a little I'm bit of a conversation you, you just no call. i just no i just do it i just do it let's just wow. let's hit this into overdrive and see how, what happens how is this work has this been successful for you uh yeah it's i'd say it's been pretty successful like there's always nobody's ever like i mean what if people don't pick up they usually give me that the dumb response of like oh did you mean to call me did you butt dial me i'm like you can't butt dial on facetime so i know i know right there you're scared to talk so that's usually a red flag for me and then i'm like okay no problem but the ones who do pick up they're like really pleasantly surprised and they want to talk and i'm like this saves me so much time because we get the initial conversation out of the way and i don't have to do the texting stuff i don't want to say hey where are you from are you from this place like how many siblings do you have that's a lot of wasted effort on my okay but if you're facetiming girls right away and you're not even again a heads up for the listeners 50 50 it's not always facetime 80 percent of my life i don't want to facetime i am never ready like i don't look there is a filter on this zoom that we're recording on thank god because i don't have to wear makeup. i didn't know that (laughs) but that's not on facetime until they invent that for facetime i'm not facetiming out of the blue i mean i want to see what they look like in the raw i don't want any raw (laughs) like i don't want any hidden Um, All right. So your, your approach then is, Hey, how's it going? It's like a very basic. Yeah. Because there's, it's a numbers game out there. I think we've said this before and to sit there and write books and go into detail before you even meet the person with all these different people that you're meeting. That's a waste of time. Personally for me, I have so much going on in my life, so I don't have time for that. It's quick. It's boom. Let's get straight to the call. How about you, John? I do not get straight to the call, but I also feel like I am a very specific person. Like I have very specific internal rules for how I like to be communicated with, which sounds like the snobbiest thing anyone's ever said in their entire life. But like, I hate talking on the phone. The only thing I hate more than talking on the phone is FaceTiming. Like I never want to FaceTime anybody. John wouldn't answer my calls then. If we were, if I I were out there on Grindr, John would would not answer. (laughs) I would be the one that would be like, Oh my God, I'm sorry. Um, I missed your call. Did you mean to call me? Because I would <laughs> like, be so why? horrified that I looked <laughs> at my phone. Call? And like, also, what does it say? Like, if you haven't given them your number, does it show up from like, I is don't it know. a hinge alert? Or is it like, oh, oh it's a, yeah, it's a hinge alert. It, yeah, it's a hinge alert. Patrick, has anyone yeah, ever okay, called so... you or are you just calling everybody else? Like a serial caller? Nobody's ever called me. Serial <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Nobody's ever called me. Oh, they've called me back after I've called them first. Got it. Okay. But- <clears throat> so back to JB, what what do you like people to say to you? And then what do you say? So so I've noticed that one thing, and I don't know if it's something that has been built into Tinder recently or if it's just like a weird trend that I've been noticing, but it <laughs> seems like I'll get a match and then it'll be like, oh, so and so messaged you, and I'll look and it's just an emoji. It's either a heart or like a oh, waving. Yeah. That's laziness. Or like a wink face. Okay. And it's like, are people just doing this now? Or is this something that's like built into the app that it's like, 
hey, you match with this person, send something. And then it's like emojis are the choice. That is just not, that's not the vibe. Right? I don't like, like that. That's not, because it's just like, and what am I supposed to say back to that? Like I send a booty hole. Like that is not you showing interest. That's you showing, I feel like I have to say something. And so I'm going to say this because I'm not invested. I'm the king of not being invested, but that's like <laughs> the lowest <laughs> form of investment. I feel like the anatomy of a good opening line involves your name because that at mm-hmm. least shows that I they love, are not just copy pasting. And then from there, I think it's open-ended. Especially when they say your name, it's even in person. I swear to God, when you say someone's name, you are instantly flirting and you're instantly like making that connection. I don't know. It's hot. Say my way. name. Yeah. Yeah. I was really into anyone who would address something specific in my profile. And that's why I did like hinge because it was like, you could cater it towards one of your little like selections of like categories of, I like these drinks or, you know, what was your favorite memory as a child or play around, get playful with something in one of my photos or something that I said, I found that that was just an easier way to get in the conversation. Like, hi, greetings first name here's a thing that i noticed in your profile that i also identify with and like here's how i think we should connect on it that to me is like the perfect thing you can say for instance when josh and i were on hinge and we matched with each other my i reached out to him he had a little about me fact that was like i wanted to be a paleontologist when i grew up and so i said oh my god can't believe i found ross geller on hinge and then he said, is that you, Rach? And I was really flattered because he was basically calling me Jennifer Aniston. And that's literally my dream. And so from there, we kind of had this like banter. We weren't talking about like, how are you? How are you? Like, where are you from? Where are you from? It was, it was like this sarcasm that was just like banter, banter, banter. And that's what gets me hooked on someone's personality. But if you can find something that you you stand out a little bit where you're not talking about what they're talking about with every other person on the app. I think that's a really good way to go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But I think that can be hard to, it can be hard to pull out. Yeah. Right. You have to be creative on your profiles. If we're talking about dating apps here, like that someone is able to, if, if everything is super cliche on your app, like where do you like to travel? I want to go to Croatia. It's like, we're all so similar. And so, if I like something that's like specific and weird, I think you should put that on there. And it's like weird being like, say the most acceptable weird thing about you. Like, <laughs> I, like I put murder podcasts on mine, which I feel like is somewhat normal, but like that might turn some people off. Yeah. And also you want you know. to turn, you want to turn as many people away as you want to turn as many people to you. So if you are more specific about murder point. podcasts and some people are like, oh God, this is going to be one of those people that just like loves podcasts. that tells me all about podcasts. And I literally don't want to hear about it. Swipe left. Like I do not want to talk to you either. Speaking of rules of engagement, the next thing I kind of wanted to talk about was everyone's so concerned with having good conversation, but nobody's concerned about how quickly are we moving to actually going on the dates. Dating experts say you have to actually like plan a date within two weeks or that person is going to be built up to someone, a figment of your imagination. Goes to what I was saying. If you're not calling them in the first a couple messages, well, that's, then God help you guys. Patrick, that's so <laughs> aggressive to just call someone out of the blue. 
Hey. So, people that I've I've been friends with Michaela for years. If she just called me out of the blue, I'd be worried. Yeah. <laughs> like, like is there I just an like emergency? Crazy. Um yeah. no, so Patrick, back to I've that. I've known you for years. Like, <laughs> if you just FaceTimed me, I would literally panic, throw I mean... my phone off the 405. <laughs> I and will then say drive down to Mexico and never come back because I don't know. You guys, okay, really both of you so aren't sorry. on my regular call list, but my good friends know that I will hit them with a FaceTime unexpectedly, like regularly. Okay, I don't support this That's type of communication, but that is great for you that it makes you unique in your own way and you're going to find a babe that likes that shit. So back to my earlier but, point if you are talking to someone longer than two weeks just forget about ever seeing them because you're never going to see them if you can make a date within two to three days that is that sweet spot and actually like i would do it within if you have a good conversation you guys are going back and forth it's one thing if you like you're at work and then it's like send a message and then eight hours later send another message blah, 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 blah. then it may take two or three days but if you guys are going back and forth you have a good conversation you feel like that person is not creepy and you are or you feel safe and you want to go out on a date with them get that date as soon as possible because you are going to talk back and forth with this person you're not even gonna have anything to say on the date yeah. Right? And I yeah. think that as much as I'm not a phone call person, I'm not a FaceTime person, I am an in-person person. And what kind I of think person that's are so you? An in-person person. I like that. You are an in-person person. Um, because, and it's also like, I don't need a pen pal because I'm like, I don't know, 24, 48 hours. If I'm talking to somebody for two full days, I'm like, all right, let's meet in person and see if I want to continue this. Yeah. That's well, kind of how I operate. I, My tactic. I, I, I don't really... need a pen pal. My tactic go ahead, is Patrick. go to the Instagram. That's my real life. Uh, you'll see who I am, what I'm about, and what I like to do there. So you don't have to answer. You so tell I don't have to them answer. to go to the Instagram. No, I mean, I mean, I have a, a normal conversation, yeah. but then I'm like, okay, if they if they keep asking questions about like, oh, what do you like to do? Where do you like to go? I'm like, here's my Instagram. All that stuff is answered there because I don't have any like like you say go to my instagram instead yeah. of telling them you like to golf <laughs> i'm like what? yeah i'm like go to my instagram it's it's already filled like, it's do a your pre- homework <laughs> ma'am it's a pre it's a pre yeah. uh fill, filled out form it will answer all your questions there then come back to me no. with patrick somebody's like so what do you like to do so you're talking to somebody <laughs> and they're like so patrick like how do you pass your t- like what do you like to do for fun you're like go to my instagram and find out no, Refer- I won't like say I'm not secretary. that direct. I'm not I'm not that direct. That's a little mean. I'm not I'm a gentleman. But I would say so I would like, say something well, like milady. No, <laughs> what I would do is that I would be like, oh, friend. like I'm probably like I would make up an excuse of how to get out of the conversation because I don't want to just sit there and answer these questions. It's so boring. So I'd be like, oh, I'm heading well, to sleep, but hey, here's my Instagram, check it out, and we'll catch up tomorrow. Boom. That answers all the basic questions. Do you have a family? Do you have siblings? Do you have, where do you live? Where are you from? Like, what do you like if to do? If a guy told me to do that, I would never talk to them again. Well, I that's would probably be like, why I'm single and you're in a healthy relationship. I do, agree with, <laughs> I do agree with the thing though of like, people sometimes are just primed to, and I think it's because we live in a digital world, especially now after the GP we're all kind of going into this like, oh, well, we can't meet up. So is like, that the great pandemic? So I feel like everybody's just, the, yeah. The, the global, oh, the global, oh, the global pandemic. pandemic. The global panty. That, I know, the globy panty because I'm the so tired pan. of hearing it. I, great the, pandemic I, of 2020. Phrase global pandemic has just been nailed into my brain so much that I can't hear it. So I say the globy panty or the GP. Um, <laughs> but 
I feel like because of that, we're all just kind of so like, okay, well, we can't meet up with people. So we got to do that. So we're all so just ready to be like, here's my questionnaire of all the things I want to know about you. And so let me just like type each one of them out. Hold on. It's like, get it off of a screen as quickly as possible. I totally, totally agree. And the thing about building someone up in your head, really like want to hammer this down that you will, if you carry on a conversation with them more than a few days, I believe you're going to build this person up to be someone you have not met this person in real life. Their photos might make them look like a babe from college and they have not even been honest. Like the last time they took a real photo of themselves, you meant not even like them, but the minute you get in person, you're like, Oh my God, I just spent two weeks talking to this person. And I thought they were going to be my husband or my wife or whatever. And I don't even like them. And so why, why would you spend that much time talking to someone before meeting them? Because chemistry is a real thing and you can't establish that over text. And you're exactly right, Michaela, where it's like you build up this vision of this person in your mind and all you're reading is like the text. It's almost like reading a book and then watching the movie. But in right. the movie, they cast somebody that makes no sense. And you're like, why? <laughs> yes, and why like, would this person? What? No, this person why is, is not Why is Liza Minnelli playing Jordan Belfort in Wolf of Wall Street? Like, this makes no sense. On paper, it was perfect. Like, And it's ruined. That, that's exactly what it would be. And you're just like, what? And so it's like, you can either do that or you could be like, oh my gosh, in my head, like Leonardo DiCaprio is playing the mom in Grey Garden. You know, it's like you could have all of these like yes. scenarios in your head where it's like, I'm assigning this personality, this, even like the way their voice sounds, like 100%, anything 100%. to this person. And then it's like, once you get it off text and you're already like kind of invested, then it's like, it's almost it's like almost a self-protection like- thing to just get it offline as soon as possible, because then you know. And yes. then you're not overly looking forward to it. You're not being like, oh, well, I don't care because you're putting the, the effort in. Yes. It's so almost like, like you need to watch the movie. Back to your analogy, you almost need to watch the movie before you read the book. Like you want to watch the movie yeah. and see who that character plays before you get into that long-term text messaging, book reading, whatever analogy, totally. if you will. Um, and like writing a paper in college, watch the movie and then leave through the book. If you exactly. Need we need detail. to, we need I to forgot change, that. That is so true. <laughs> change the direction. The next thing I kind of wanted to talk about was when we are texting, we are in the relationship with this person. We've gone out with them once or twice, or maybe let's say in this specific instance, we're going on to the third date. How often are we texting each other? Is it a red flag to you guys if this person is texting too much or too little? There is such there is such a thing as texting too much, but I do want to start with saying like if I'm thinking about somebody and there's something relevant that comes to mind and I want to talk to that person, I'm just going to text them. I I don't care if I was the last person to text. I don't care if it was three hours ago, 15 minutes ago, if it's relevant, I want, I, and I'm thinking about them, I'm just going to text them. At the same time, I do think that there are specific rules to that mindset being that I have something I want to say to them. I don't feel as though it's necessary to just 
text somebody out of the blue all the time because I'm afraid that they're making space between us. Do you feel like um, people who to send good morning texts are like crazy? Yes. Kayla, you <laughs> set me up because you know, and anybody who's close friends with me this is like my this is like my thing Patrick I don't know if you even know this because maybe it's like I don't know but this is like my thing that I, I there's nothing <laughs> Usain Bolt right is generally like considered to be the fastest man in the world Usain Bolt has nothing on being the fastest man in the world than me running away from somebody that feels the need when I don't know them to send me a text that just says good morning like I, I will Usain Bolt away from that relationship. What about good night? What about good night? No, I don't need. I don't need you to greet me at any time of I, the day. I think it is, that is so. I mean, if I'm look, listen, my I don't want to say her name because she's gonna wake up. My Amazon assistant wakes me up every morning at seven oh five. I need those five minutes. Seven oh five. She's like boop, 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 waking me up, right? The first thing that I want to see when I wake up is, first of all, not anything that's going to trigger me. And then I just want to go. I feel at, like you okay. get triggered quite a bit. So <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, so I want to like roll over and be like, okay, what do I need to do with my day? Look at my day. I'm focused on my day before me. The, the last thing that I want to see is good morning because that to me is just like the most irritating like needless thing like don't why 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 why? okay what is the point of a good morning text patrick well for okay before you attack me i'm i'm in the same boat i'm not attacking you i'm just asking i don't want to see it i don't think there is a point of it i i think like maybe send me a lunchtime how's the day going Versus like the good morning, because I'm, I'm like you were like, I'm perfectly okay being by myself. Like I moved to LA six years ago. I'm by myself all the time. And that's like one of my, my strengths. So I do not need the good morning. I do not like, I'm not a morning person. I don't want to talk to anyone really in the morning until I've had my second cup of coffee. Um, but I also think that if somebody does have something to say, like if Josh texts, texts me or before Josh, if someone That's I was dating texts though. me, yeah, I know that it's a little different maybe then, but even, even so it doesn't matter who it is. They need to understand that I'm not a morning person. So I'm not going to reply to you until later in the day. And if they are needy and they're like, you know, Bueller, Bueller, whatever. I'm like, no, no. Like, let me just give you, a, <laughs> let me just tell you, you. Literally just defined it so well. There's an unwarranted, no reason for it. Good morning text is the dating version of Bueller. 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 Yeah. Because you're just, you're just be like, you're just He's, asking, is anybody there? Like, do you still care about it? And it's yes. like, I no, it's 7 a.m. It's maybe some people out there i'm about to get dressed i don't want to deal with you in addition to the crushing existential weight of a tuesday morning and i just went off on all no i think you should look it's at like, it that... i just in like a big anti-good morning text person like it is that to me like i said usain bolt you will not 
not see a man run faster than you've seen John Bauer run from a man who has sent him a good morning text. What do you guys um, think? What do you guys think of the like in regards to that the double texting? Like, you know, some people freak out about that. What do you mean by double texting? Double texting is if the last text was blue because it was from you, you send another blue. Oh my god, who are you meeting out there? This is not me. You've not heard of this? I mean, uh, maybe I'm maybe I've been out of the game for a little bit. I don't have those problems. Patrick, wait, if you were the last person to text a girl, so you're talking to a girl and you texted her last, she didn't respond. Would you text her again or would you wait for her to respond? No, because you felt like you were okay to text again. I'm like you, John. Like right now in my life, I'm very selective. So I'm only talking to people uh, that I want to talk to. Like, okay, so no, if, that's not, that's well, your, no, but if, if that's not a stage of life, you should just do, do that always. Only well, you should, that you want to talk to. Let me, let me tell you what double texting is if you don't know what double texting is. So I Riddle say, me that. I say, Hey, how's it going? The guy says, great. How about yourself? What are you doing this weekend? No, no response from the guy on what he's doing this weekend. And then I, and then me as oh, Michaela, say, hey, I just you saw there? cute. I, well, yeah, I guess that would be another example of double texting, but typically it's something like, I just saw like a cute dog or something that I would want to tell someone about, you know, I had something to say. And so he didn't respond. What are you doing this weekend? And I say, oh my God, just saw this cute puppy. You have to see him. And then I sent a picture. Like that would be a double text. Okay. What do you it. think? Like, is that girl crazy because she's all over I mean, you? Yeah, you got to calm down. I'd be like, listen, I don't have time for that. You so you don't like down. a double texter? No. I don't like that. See, I don't like the morning. It's like, it's no, like it morning. reminds me, We've been it reminds me of that, that scene morning. on Friday where it's like, I'm going to call you, but don't don't come by here. Here's the thing. Or I don't, disagree don't with you. I, I disagree with you. I think unless you're not into the person, then stop talking to them altogether. But if you're well, into yeah. the person and the girl says, hey, how's it going? And then you're too busy and you're like on a busy work day. And then she says something about a puppy. I would be like, I would answer how's what my weekend plans were. And then I would respond to the puppy. If you don't, you're a dick and you're not into her. There's nothing wrong with double texting, in my opinion. Everybody calm down. I don't think there's anything wrong with double texting i think that an unanswered double text is a sign for you to yes. reassess let's take it into some listener questions now if you have your questions out there please be sure to email us dm us check out our instagram it's not you it's dating or email us at not at gmail.com with that said let's get into the first question Keep listener one hello Question about where to go on your first dinner date. A lot of my friends have suggested sushi or Mexican. Is there a team favorite here? People say Italian is too sloppy, but I feel like everything can be messy. LOL. We're laughing too. (laughs) Not sure. Not sure if you'll read this on the pod, but just curious to hear your thoughts. Also thoughts on when they order the most expensive thing on the menu and order, or should I get a to-go box? Yes or no? Wait, hold on. What is... What about the to-go box? They're asking if they should get a to-go box or not. Okay. 
So there's a lot to unpack here on this person is really, I would never have thought any of these questions. So that's why I really liked this one. First of all, let's unpack. Do you guys have a favorite go-to on your first dinner date? Like as it far all, as cuisine? For me, keep it light, keep it sushi. Mexican, you're flirting with danger there. Italian is way too heavy. You are and flirting with you're, danger. You're entering Mexican, those waters with, at your own risk. And well, okay. Let me say something about sushi. Have you ever been out to sushi with someone on a date and you've tried to eat properly or, you know, you're trying not to eat like a pig and instead of stuffing the whole roll in your mouth, you like try to bite the sushi in half, but then the sushi doesn't yeah, come in half apart. and then the, yeah. the seaweed and then it's super awkward. That's yeah, because why I think some, people some places they make those big ass rolls. Yeah. That's why I, I think people you. don't like sushi because mm-hmm. it's just stuffing a ton of rice in your mouth and then you're trying to have a conversation and you can't. But I do think that along the same lines of pasta and the cliche things that people say you shouldn't go out on a date with uh, to have spaghetti because you're going to get messy. I think that actually makes it more fun. And if you mm. are stuffing a huge oh roll of sushi God, in your Michaela. mouth, it's actually kind of it's embarrassing for them and for you because you're like you're being more vulnerable. You're getting a little bit messy. I think it's more fun that way. So I no. disagree with that whole sloppy thing. I kind thing. of agree with you. No, but it depends on who you're with, you're right? <laughs> I no, think I think what? that like it is endearing if like you're with somebody. And they're like a little messy. Like that can be John, endearing. You're but not also gonna like, go. You're not gonna go for that messy thing. I think it's. But I think it's not, more fun. Why not are you with your so serious? I, I know how John presents himself. He's not going for the messy. Please, he's gonna be disgusted. He's gonna be like, oh, get me. I want to know here. how somebody handles themselves when it comes to a little sloppiness. Like I want to know if they're like not gonna be embarrassed. Like. Like, yeah, I'm chewing what I'm chewing. <laughs> like, I'm right. <laughs> Michaela, you've been out of the game way too long. All right. No, I'm giving advice on how to get in the game better. And I think it's get a little bit more comfortable with the get person sloppy. by ordering something. If you order wings and you're just like a mess, like, I love that wings. is going to be something you're going to remember with that person. And it's going to be embarrassing, but it's also going to be funny. Listen, all, all I was saying is there's two sides of the coin, but to answer the other part of the question and the most thoughts on when you should order the most expensive thing. Absolutely not. That, that just, I went on a date and this girl ordered a market fish and it came out. She had one bite of that fish. And I was like, are you out of your damn mind? I did go on multiple dates after, uh, with her. So I laughed it off and I found it rather humorous, but a part of me was like, come on now. Like, please. I would just eat, eat their fish. I did. I did, but I had my own, I had my own entree. So like, you know, it's, it's ridiculous, but anyway, also never order the market price thing on a date. That's a good, that's a good tip. People should be listening out there. I mean, John, no, who, like who orders the market price anything on a date? Well then Patrick, you're dating the wrong people. It's, It's hard out here in the streets. So to the listeners out there, the women that I date, those listening, you are lovely people. Don't listen to these two. You're worth the market price. You are worth the market price. All of you. 
I, I would think that the you wouldn't order the most expensive thing on the menu on a first date. If he orders the most expensive thing on the menu and he's paying, well, he's paying, so he's paying. Please, then he's then you can flexing. follow. You can follow up. If you're ever unsure, just let them order first. And if you think that you're picking up the tab, then you know, fo- you know, set the right example. If you're gonna order the steak, she might order the steak too. You know, set the tone yeah. for what kind of bill you want. That's true. That is. And true. that's a whole other. Podcast. And the last part. The last part is don't get the doggy bag and question and scene. There's no, there's not even a discussion with that. Don't get a to-go box. That's ridiculous. Next question, Michaela. No, <laughs> no, no, never a to-go bag. I, I agree. Or box. I agree. Gross. All right. So our last question of the night for you boys. Uh, here we go. I have a question about when your date asks to do a group thing instead of a one-on-one. Does this mean they're not into you? Went out with a guy and we had a great first date. He seemed into me. We kissed and connected pretty well, or so I thought. Now he's asked me out on a second date, but asked me to bring a friend of mine that's single for his friend. Do you think this means he's trying to be casual? Also, I don't have any idea what his friend is like, so not sure if my single friends will even like him. He's just All trying right. to break the ice to meet to meet his friends. That's what I would think. One thousand percent. Yeah. I agree with that. I also think I love group if dates. He, I mean, it sounds like he put it up to her of like, hey, you can bring a friend or I will bring a friend. So it's like, hey, I want to kind of integrate you into anything. But also, like, if you want to bring a friend, you bring a friend. And if I want to bring, if you don't want to bring a friend, I will bring one of mine. I think that's still, you know, that's still a good sign of like, either you want to bring a friend because I will meet your friend. Or if you want me to bring one of my friends, you can meet one of my friends. Like it's, I don't think that's a bad thing. You know what I think is sometimes I, I approach this. It's like, I don't want to go on another date because it, when you're first getting to know somebody, because it's like, it's so boring. It's just like, I don't really know you yet. I want to get to know you, but I want to get to know you in a different type of way. So I'd rather go out with my friends and then have you come along. And obviously I don't want you to feel awkward because sometimes that is a little intimidating, especially if with my group of ragtag bunch over just these two as examples, like bringing right. them, like bringing them, uh, you can bring a friend and it will and anybody the more the merrier should be so lucky. First of all, the well, more the merrier. In fact, that's how great relationships start. So the more the merrier. Well, yeah. I mean, the more the merrier is absolutely right. I disagree a little bit here. I think that on your second date, I would like to have a date, a proper date with them. And Patrick, to your point of it's boring, then you're not dating the right person. If you're going on a date and it's boring, then she's probably boring. How many dates did you and Josh go on before you guys like went out with like other people? We had two dates. Oh, so you're flirting right on the line. So the third is fine. The third to me is different than the second because the second date is like, I already want to make this the group thing. But if I've had a drink date and a dinner date and then it's a Friday or Saturday night and we're all going out with friends, that's different than like planning a double date on your second date. It's not a C, but I I don't think it's a double date. Rules come back. I don't think it's a double date. But what if you had, so say that you had your first date and it was amazing and it was fireworks hours and hours long where it was like we met for we met for drinks and then we just like kept going and forever and blah 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 and then the next time you were like hey 
my friends are going to this. Different. Do you want to come? Different when it's my friends are going to this. Do you want to come after? And I know this is a lot of specifics here, but I'm talking about a normal first date where you've had one date, a couple of hours to get to know them. Second date, you've had a whole dinner. You've gotten to know them. Let's blend those two into one. And then yes, if it's been that many hours getting to know this person, you know them well enough to like, let's just go have fun, whatever. But I like to get to know the person and I want them to get to know me. And then I want to go out. But also this person is asking about a double date. So they aren't saying like, we're going to just go out with friends. They're saying, can you bring someone for my buddy who's single? And can we have a double date on our second date? To me, that's a little bit of a red flag. Note that he might be trying to take it down the casual route. If he doesn't ask you out on a one-on-one date after that, girl, cut him loose. Mm-hmm. Cut him loose. Slow. Can I ask a somewhat serious question yes. here? If I went on a date with somebody and I said, I really like person, and then I wanted to continue this, but I know that if my close friends didn't like this person, I wouldn't really want to continue on. So like, would it be so crazy for me to say, like, we went on one date, it went great. Maybe it was like a long, you know, Mm -hmm. we've all had those like long dates that are just like the best, right? Where you're just like, yeah, we met up at five and I got home at three because it was just like, we were just like tearing up the town, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, if I went on that kind of date with somebody and then the next day I was like, I'm invested in this. I want to see how Michaela and our friends and Patrick and everybody feels about this person. Like what? I think you're right. I think you're right. I I like, I'm not one of those people that thinks that you shouldn't introduce your friends soon. Again, like I said, Josh met my friends. He met you guys on my third ish date, I guess you want to call it a date. It was a Friday night. We all went out. It To me, I think that that is so important that your friends meet that person. But I also have to say that like you guys, it was a dark bar. It was loud. You didn't really get to meet Josh. I, I remember you guys being like, I mean, yeah, like kind of like you, you weren't like, holy crap. I love Josh the way that you guys We're, not gonna, we're never going to say that on the first date. Right. But like you. Well, no, I would never say that on the first date. The first date for you or our friends or whatever, I would be like, oh, I hate this person. Yeah. But, <laughs> but what if after that? What if it was like yeah. you guys just didn't hit it off and then it's like, okay, your friends are giving too much of their um their yeah. advice, and then it's it's kind of filtering the way you feel about them. There's a yeah, fine you're line absolutely there. Right. That's why you need to get to know your date. If you feel like you've gotten to know them really well on that first date, then go for the second date on the group hang. But if you're, if you are not sure and you're still getting to know this person, your friends might sway you differently. And that's not, that's not fair. Yeah. If you're unsure, then I think you need to, you need to be sure one way or the other before you let them meet your friends. Lovely. All right, guys. Well, JB, oh my goodness. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to have you back. Thank you guys for having me. We appreciate Anytime, all your John. wiseness, your everything. It's been so great. Everyone, please write in our your questions and rate, review, and subscribe. Notyoupod at gmail.com. It's not you. It's dating on Instagram. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm.